This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. Welcome back to the channel. Hope you're all keeping well and welcome back to another edition of the Spurs Chat Podcast where I'll be discussing Tottenham's 2-0 victory at the City Ground as we have just beaten Nottingham Forest. If you're watching this on YouTube, please do hit that subscribe button and if you're listening to this on an audio platform, do uh, hit that follow button. Now, please also do check out the channel sponsors, One Football, Live Football on TV, NordVPN, Zooch Converters and Get Here. Um, I'm very kindly... Uh, well, uh, my friend Rob has uh, very kindly given his house up uh, for me to record this podcast from. I'm joined by three very special guests. Now, before I introduce them, as I said, Spurs have just beaten Nottingham Forest 2-0 at the city ground. Harry Kane, his first goal was his 200th league goal for Spurs. Um, he, he scored also in the 81st minute, assisted by... Um, Richarlison, Harry Kane, of course, missed a penalty in the 56th minute. Spurs now unbeaten in 10 league games, keeping six clean sheets. Yeah. 18 shots today, seven on target. Um, now, Steve Cook somehow escaped a red card. I don't know how that happened. Uh, Spurs are now third in the Premier League. We have played four, we have won three, and we have drawn one. We have test 10 points. Let's introduce the guests. Also in Nottingham, Richard Whitehead, MBE. Rich, how are you? Yes, mate. I'm always always better when we've got Darren and the lively Gary on, hey. on the podcast. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to tonight. And obviously, three points. A hard watch, but three yeah. valuable points. Huh. Yes. Also joining us, fresh from America, from Disneyland, Darren Altman. Darren, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I don't know which way's up. Uh, according to me, it's like 
three in the afternoon. We've all we've all just woken up. Uh, but I mean, do you know what? Jack lag is nothing. It, it's a Spurs win away just gets it all going, Christopher. I, I actually thought that you were going to answer me in, in the voice of Mickey Mouse. So I'm disappointed. Well, the funny <laughs> thing is, is that I, d- I did a video for TikTok and um, my daughter said, can you do Mickey Mouse? And I went, whoa, boy, welcome to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, can you do Goofy? So I said, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Yuck, yuck, yuck. And then she said, can you do Donald? And I said, so great, so wonderful, great, great place, Disneyland. So... <laughs> <laughs> And there we've also go. got we've also got entertainer Gary Maloney with us. Gary, how are you? I'm good, mate. I've had my Sunday roast. I'm chilling out in me uh, not not quite Florida, but I'm in my holiday home in Bognor. Um, and you know what? Sunday roast, afternoon game, uh, got the job done. Happy days. I'm very pleased. But I, oh, Darren, I still think you do a better Gary Pick and Mix impression, mate. You got to do, do one you really well. You know, I, I need to turn the old volume up, and then it will be. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, I do love that. Yeah, yeah. Now, Rich, let's start with you. Um, of course, you you live in Nottingham. Um, you know the amount of signings that Nottingham Forest have made uh, this Everyone. summer and this transfer window so far. Um, of course, Spurs got the job done today. Um, as we all alluded to before we uh, went live, it wasn't the greatest of performances from Tottenham Hotspur today, uh, but we got the job done yet again and another clean sheet. What did you make of today's performance? Yeah, well, I actually sent, I know Joe Wall quite well, so I sent him a message just to say, I'm free for the next couple of months if Forrest need a new player. So <laughs> they've set, literally signed everyone, haven't they? Everyone. Yeah. Like everybody. I've them all over the place, but I think what's happening is that it's been that kind of, people are buying players left, right and centre, and the, the teams that are coming up now, obviously, they've got quality in the side. You saw the, the quality that they've actually got in the team. Um I think Forest will be all right. I think um, uh, teams that go to the city grounds are going to be surprised. Obviously, you were there, Chris, uh, and you had the the experience of being in the city ground. It's lively, lots of raucous. The fans really embrace uh, quality football. Um, from our side, I think it was just getting the job done today. It just felt a little bit kind of robotic uh, in the first mm. half. Um, yeah, so obviously playing Arsenal home and away, Top teams for me, top games for me. Sorry, um, but also Forest as a something that lives in Nottingham. These games we need to win because I, I just I can't go out. Yes. <laughs> everybody knows I'm a Spurs fan, so yeah, take this out of me, left, right, and centre if we lose. So it was something that we needed to do today. So two 0 it could have been five or six, like Gary was saying off air earlier. But um, just to get the job done was a big relief. Mm. I tell you what, Rich. When I went into the city ground, it was extremely loud. Um, the music that they play, I couldn't even hear the person uh, talking singing, to right? me um, who was next to me. Very, very loud. But even walking to the city ground, um, all of the bars, the restaurants, etc., they're playing la- loud music. It is a very, very lively place, even before you go into the ground. But um, well, interestingly, any, the, anybody that's sorry? looking for a new girlfriend or like Tinder's not working for you, Nottingham's quite lively at the moment, apparently. Chris says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's very, very lively. Um, Darren, let's come to you. What did you make of the game? I thought it was a good game. It was, it was, you know, it was, it was very open. A lot of chances. Um, you know, we could have scored uh, a few more, definitely for sure. Um, there were a lot of chances missed. They could have scored. They're a good team. You know, they're not a, 
they're not a poor team. They're um, uh, my favourite. But cheers, Keith. You're my favourite guest, so you know it's mutually. Um, uh, you know, they're they're not a bad team. They play good attacking football. They you know they try and catch on the break as well. Um, but unfortunately, well, fortunately for us, they just don't have anything up front. You know, I think they had one shot on target up until the sort of seventieth minute. Loads of shots, like sort of. 15, yeah. 16 shots, I remember the, the stat, but one on target. So, um, but, you know, they gave us a good old run for our money and, and I'm sure we'll discuss it. There were a few scary moments where, uh, you know, uh, Kane's missed penalty, but uh, it was a good game. It was open. We, we won ugly and, and we kept a clean sheet. Uh, 10 games uh, without uh, a goal conceded, I think is the stat, Chris. So, um, great. Happy days. Gary, your thoughts on today's game? Yeah, it was, listen, look, you know, games like that are never going to be easy. I mean, you probably saw firsthand with the commentators, you know, everyone is anti-Tottenham per usual, especially when it's the club that's come up. You know, everyone wants that club to win. You know, Carragher, Martin Tyler, they were begging Nottingham for us to win that game today. And a little bit like, it reminded me a little bit like when we went to Newcastle when they got taken over. Everyone wanted, you know, the other team to win and not Tottenham. But at the end of the day, yes, he missed the penalty, but... He still had a good game. He could have got a hat-trick another day, probably would have, but we got the job done. And I must admit, you know, I know people will complain and moan about Son and we'll get on to that later, but for me, I think I think Sanchez had a really good game. And I don't think when he has a good game, he gets enough credit. But I must admit, you know, I think you touched on it uh, a minute ago, Richard. Hoiberg didn't have one of his greatest games, um, but Sanchez in particular got some really good blocks in and I thought he... I thought he played really well. Um, mm. But look, it's a 2-0 win away from home. We kept the clean sheet. And then I suppose, in a way, the penalties are relevant. And, and the thing is, with penalties, Chris, you know, they had a little conversation, a laugh about it afterwards, the keeper and Kane. But some of it with penalties is just luck. He'd, he'd, he'd done his last 21 in a row. He's bound mm. to miss at some point. Let it be in a game where we're already in the, fr- in the lead and we win, you know, rather a game where we're 2-1 down or whatever. So, mm. so for me... I wasn't ecstatic. It wasn't our best performance, but we kept the clean sheet and it's a win away from home. Happy days. Interestingly, how you uh, mentioned Sanchez there, Gary, because every, yeah. single, every single time that Sanchez seems to play now, we, we keep we keeping clean sheets. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I must admit, mate, he did have a very good game today. And I and I mentioned it to my boy earlier because I, you know, I'm like a lot of the fans. I used to get on Sanchez's back and stuff. But I think mm. credit where it's due, and he did a lot of good blocks. He read a lot of runs well. He he was calm, and he's definitely definitely improved a lot under Conte. Yeah. There's no doubt about it, you know. So for me, I know I think probably Harry Kane got mad at the match, and rightly so. But Sanchez was up there for me. I th- I think he had a really good game, you know. I really do. Can I just check uh, what, what one what one of you said about Hoybier? Because I thought Hoybier was fantastic. Yeah, me, yeah. me. I didn't think I didn't think Hoiberg had a great game. I didn't. Uh, I really didn't. No, bro, bro, you be tripping. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you guys think? Do you think he had a good game, dear? I thought he was good. I thought he cut out a lot of uh, passes. No. I thought he's aggressive in the midfield. No, I didn't. He breaks he up all the way loads. I thought he, I thought he was crap today. No. Yeah, thank you. Well, listen, look, this is what the show's about. It's about opinions, but I saw him giving a lot of ball away, and I, I don't think he had a very good game. You know, I but that's, it's just I my thought opinion. this was about impressions. That's why I was on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Opinions are like arseholes. Everyone's got one. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. This is it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, listen. Look, I'm not. I'm not saying for a, for a second drop, Hoiberg. But if you're talking about who you who played really well and performed great and who didn't, 
I don't think Hoiberg did today, but you know, everyone's got an opinion, isn't it? It is what it is. I mean, the main thing is, is we won and we didn't concede a goal. So in a weird sort of way, they kind of all had a good game. Do you know what I mean? So well, I, I normally ask this question a lot later on in the show, but let, let's do it now. Who would you give yeah. your man of the match to? See, I, I did say Kane for the fact that he got the two goals and stuff like that, but I think I'm going to go for Sanchez um, today because for me, I thought he had a really, really good game. So I'm going to, and I, I don't, I don't think I've ever given Sanchez the man of the match before. I don't think. So for me, it's Sanchez. Mm. What about you, Rick? Benz and Kerr again. I think I, I, I like, I like what he does. I like his, he does all that kind of dirty work. Um, never really gives the ball away. I think um, today, Hoiberg. I, I think he's. He, he marshals the obviously uh, defensive side of the uh, the game well, but offensively, he just gave the ball away too easily for me. Um, yeah, agreed, and agreed. Really, and, and didn't really connect um, uh, defence and attack. Where sometimes he's just like, but San, going back to what Gary was saying, I think Sanchez definitely improved, stayed on his feet. None of that's those mm. silly slide sliding tackles where he's like both both feet. Um, yeah. And he didn't overcommit himself. The the forward passes were 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 great. Even even backwards um, <laughs> did well. Um, I I, th- I think there was there's some some performances that that normally go uh, unseen that were of yeah. vote today. Uh, like you say, Sanchez um, yeah. and uh, and Benzinka. I, th- I, just, I just think there's, there's still a little bit. When's uh, Basima going to actually start for? Is it? Basuma, sorry, is, is he going to going to add something to our to our midfield? Um, I'd like to see mm. him start at some point. Mm. Well, Adrian's saying spec savers for the panel. Adrian, I agree with you. I thought Benton Kerr <laughs> was, uh, was was great today. Um, Darren, who would you give man of the match to? I mean, you you probably give it to Kane just for scoring the two goals. But I yeah, I, I think Hoiberg had a great game. I thought he was breaking it up. I thought he was solid. Um, I thought he played really well, and and like the, the understanding both of them have got. I'm I'm sure we'll we can sort of analyse it and dissect it all. Just out of curiosity, did you um did you guys see the nine minute analysis uh, of of Conte's tactics today uh, a couple of days ago that that the, the official Spurs put out? Did you see that? I haven't seen it. No, I've really seen interesting. So he he talks to um uh oh god, who's the ex Man U German uh midfielder oh god i can't think of his bloody name he used to play for uh plays football in germany and man U. um really annoying voice floppy yeah. hair that's most of them can't think <laughs> anyway so he did a nine minute analysis of his of his tactics and it was really really interesting really interesting it, it was a really nice bit of geekery um i thought yeah hoiberg i thought was was played really well today i thought he, i thought he was good and i love the understanding and um uh everyone knows their roles now and i'm sure when we go into the anal- analysis of the game we can chat about this more but i just think that we are a completely different side now that the tracking back and the defense and everyone bombing back and you know forest were trying to catch us on the break and they couldn't because before they knew it you know there was four at the back solid as a rock all the wing backs um uh, perisic and uh, uh royal back into position loved it really solid now Different mentality. What about you, Chris? Who do you think? What man of the match? Hoiberg. Yeah, Hoiberg. Yeah, interesting. See, 
Yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting. What, it's, what we, we, we all see different things. Yeah, and, but that's, um, the, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, you watch, we all watch the game, some are there, some watch it on the telly, but we all form different opinions. But that's the beauty, you know, we all, we all love the same club, but we have different opinions on Owen each player. I mean, I mean, Perisic, I thought yeah. Perisic was, was pretty good. Yeah. He was good as well, he Perisic. He had a good game. He, he, so. He's a class player, and I think that there's so much more to come uh, from him. Yeah. And yeah. funny enough, I've just uh, released my fan cam uh, from the game today. And right at the end of it, I said, when Spurs actually get out of first gear, um, you know, we are going to be playing some seriously uh, good football because, you know, we're yeah. four games in, we've won three, we've drawn one. Um, you know, it's another clean sheet. And this is why I put this comment on screen from Roy. Can't believe people are moaning um, and the team went away from home with a clean sheet, not playing brilliant. Uh, and winning is how you win the league. And I completely agree. Gary, yeah. um, even in the stadium today, um, although the away end was uh, fantastic and great atmosphere yeah. as normal from the Tottenham fans, there there were quite a lot of people moaning about how we were playing and, um, you know, the way that we played today. What is your take on the season so far with the four games that we have played? Because we haven't lost. We do no. have an organised team. It does look completely different under Antonio Conte. Um, yeah. and, and as I've said, when we actually find that second gear, I think that we will be frightening. Yeah, listen, look, we're miles ahead than when we was under Nuno. I mean, listen, we had conversations under Nuno and we weren't even having any attempts on goal. We weren't creating nothing whatsoever. Do you know what I mean? Now, it's interesting because I think up until, I don't know when it was, you'll probably know, we hadn't had a single corner. And you kind of look at it two ways. You think, oh, we should be making corners. But at the end of the day, corners, possession, they don't mean nothing. As long as you're winning games, who cares? It doesn't really make a difference. Do you know what I mean? And I think under Nuno, a game like that, we would have probably at best drawn or, or lost. So for me, I'm not worried. The, the thing is, you're going to get frustrated when you see, you know, a lot of people are going to be complaining about Son. They're going to be saying he's not on top form. And, and they're right to say that. Some people will say, drop him, start Richarlison. Other people will say, stick with him. It's six and one half a dozen the other, Chris. As long as we're getting results and we're grinding out wins and we're making chances, I don't give a monkey's mate. You know, at the end of the day, you know, listen, our defending against Chelsea was not great. But when we go to Stamford Bridge... We don't have enough belief in ourselves. But listen, do you think under Nuno, we would have got a draw against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, mate? Mm. Absolutely no. no chance. So you've got to look at it, the bigger picture and say, yes, OK, look, we're not got out of first gear. We're not paying our best football, but we're winning games. And I think, I mean, Stamford Bridge, a draw at Stamford Bridge the way we've done it. I don't care if people call me sad. That is a win. You know, that is a win to, to nick a draw in the 96 minutes. So, and again today, yes, look, Harry Kane missed a penalty. He scored 21 of his last penalties. At some point, he's going to miss a penalty. But I was scrolling through social media while I had the game on, and you've got people complaining about Harry Kane. There was even someone there questioning if he should be taking penalties. I mean, just yeah. get a grip of things at the end of the day. We're not always going to win pretty. There's going to be games, even at home as well, where we scrape wins and sometimes probably get a draw, and we're not going to be happy. But we are winning games, and we're scoring goals. And the main thing for me, more than anything, is... We are creating chances. Chris, you know as well as me, how many games did we go to abroad and in this country where yeah. we weren't even creating chances, Chris? And I don't yeah. mind if we're going to win or draw just as long as we go for it. You know what I mean? But, Chris, you're right. We're not out of first gear yet. I don't actually quite know what that is. And Harry Kane said about that post-interview, he can't really put his finger on it. They're sitting a bit deep. But listen, you go to Forest, they're a team that's just been promoted. You know, the fan... You know, uh, all the fans, the TV, everyone wants them to win. And we've gone there and we've won 2-0 and kept a clean sheet. And, you know, the other thing, just quickly, 
what I love about Harry Kane is, you know, he misses that penalty and his head don't drop. He's like, no. Do you know what? All right, I've missed the penalty. I'm just going to go forward again. And I think if we probably had another five minutes, he probably would have got a hat trick, you know? So for me, I've got absolutely no worries with Kane and I've got no worries with Son at the moment. It, you know, if Conte decides to drop him and start Richarlison, fine. Or if he sticks with Son, either way, Son is going to come good, Chris. So I'm not worried about that either. He was, he was furious, Gary. Did you yeah. see him? Shout, shout yeah, he was. But I'm he glad was he was. I'm glad yeah, he was. He's annoyed with himself. And and let's be honest, lads, you wouldn't want Son to be coming off there and laughing and joking and smiling because if I see him sitting down and he's having a laugh, one of his teammates sitting on the bench, I'm going to be a bit concerned about that. So I'm glad I saw that. You know what I mean? That's what you mm. want, really, isn't it? You know? Rich, let's come to you on the same point. Um, what have you made of uh, Spurs overall in the four games that we have played in the Premier League? Yeah, um, it's, obviously, Conte's worked on the training field um, a lot around kind of resilience, staying in the game, um, high energy. Um, I think the, some of the first half performances have been uh, quite tough uh, to watch yeah. or uh, quite slow. Uh, and I remember talking to you, I think last time I was on, talking about when are Spurs going to get that early goal. Obviously, we got that today. Um, and and for me, that was really important that we kind of quietened down the, the crowd. Like you say, the, the city ground is, for those that have never been, it's, it's a great, great ground for the atmosphere. Um, the crowd really get behind the team, whatever the, the result. Um, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's important it's that we kind of, if our expectations are to be second or third or even challenging for the title. We need to look at the team and oh, have we got players that enable us to be to do that? Um, I think the, the Chelsea game was like, we were lucky to obviously get that point then. Um, yeah. We're definitely building as a team. You can tell we're building. I've still got reservations for a couple of players within the team, especially in those wing-back positions with uh, Royale. Um, not really yeah. fine anything attacking wise but he actually works really hard today and I think mm. obviously um, the, the Forest um, wingers and, and wing backs uh, are like obviously what Conte is wanting for us he wants them to have a lot of ball <clears throat> he did a lot of work off the ball today um, I think like you said it's, it's about gear changes and also playing the long game it's a marathon not a sprint somebody said on the TV today and that is the case um, Kane, not- Harry Kane yeah yeah, we're not obviously we're not dropping we're not dropping points apart from we actually picked up points from Chelsea, and yeah. those, those games that we would have lost last season, which we did actually lose last season, we actually yeah. got points and we won those games. So very positive. Um, contact. We're so lucky to have him as a, a manager. He's world class manager. Um, we've got weapons on the team and on the bench. Richardson yeah. came on and made an impact. Um, we, we, I think we still need to uh, make a make a dive into the transfer market before Thursday. Um, and, and, and that might be important for moving forward. Uh, but it's really positive, really positive. Mm. Karen, let's come to you on the same point. Picking up points when we're not playing you know, that particularly well. And as Richard said earlier, um, you know, when Harry Kane missed that penalty, um, you know, some fans around me said, this has got 1-1, a 1-1 written all over it. Forrest is going to go up the other end. Because Forrest, let's face it, you know, even though they only had one shot on target, they had a lot of opportunities, uh, a lot of shots that they blasted over the bar that we'll get into, headers that went just wide. They were mm. very unlucky uh, not to score today. Um, but 
Um, is that how you take it, that Spurs are now grinding these results out, you know, not even playing well? And when we do go into second gear, um, it will be frightening for, for other clubs that we face? I completely agree. I think um, it's all about mentality. And I think that um, Conte has, has changed the whole ethos of this team. You know, we're not, you know, they they said um, when he came and had a chat on Sky afterwards, uh, they asked him yeah. the question, you know, when you came in, were you worried that Tottenham has got this, um, not this myth, this um, ethos about them that they will roll over and get their, you know, tummy tickled effectively, which is what we, we, we do or we have done in the past. And he said, I was completely aware and it was my job to change that. Um, and I think he, he is doing this. is his first full season as our manager. We already see the results. Like I said, everyone knows their their role now within an inch he was talking you need to watch that analysis he was talking about um only having something like 25 yards between uh, uh dyer and kane that he wants them very close together um and things like that and, and and the wingbacks dropping back and everyone knows their position now um yes um you are absolutely right um forest did have a lot of chances and and inches wide in some cases mm. but what what do you say? They didn't score. They they didn't score. You know they were. Sanchez was great. Dyer was great. Blocks off the line. Um, it's the mentality, and you know we didn't play well. Um, they had the vast majority of the the um, the possession, but it's a clean sheet. And I just you know I, I I love the idea that um you know he will go away and just analyze everything in that game and take it forward, and I, I, I'm just very, very excited. It wasn't a good performance, and we kept a clean sheet and scored two goals away from home. It's It, it, it bodes so well. It bodes so well. And even things like a late draw against Chelsea, all right, we didn't win. That, you know, is a massive mentality. Yeah, that was amazing, that was. Three times last season by the Four. By, four, four. Oh, Christ, thank yeah. you. <laughs> you know, you and me stood, stood, stood on the terraces together, Chris, at... Um, at Stamford Bridge, and it was awful. It was horrible it, it place was to awful. go. Horrible, but, horrible. Well, I tell you what, you guys know that I go to see Spurs home and away week in, week out, and the amount of stadiums I've gone into. I tell you what, Nottingham Forest City ground today uh, was very intimidating for um, you know Tottenham Hotspur today. Um, they were very, very loud. They didn't stop singing. And I would even go as far as saying that that was probably the best atmosphere from a home crowd in the Premier League for as long as I can remember. So that place, wow. um, if, if their crowd can get them over the line in certain games, I think Forrest would be all right because um, mm. I thought that they played uh, you know, fairly well today. And Antonio Conte, after the game, said, uh, we knew very well the difficulty of this game, especially in this stadium. Our, found, our fans, our supporters were really important. And as I said earlier, Spurs fans in the away end were, were great as well. Um, yeah. Gary, let's come to you. Um, let's talk about the starting eleven. Um were you surprised by the starting eleven? We've heard Antonio Conte say a number of times that there's going to be lots of rotation, but there was absolutely no rotation. It was the same starting eleven that beat Wolves last week. Well, we, well, the thing is, he's not really going to change it too much, isn't it? Because we're winning, so it's a bit like you know, if you start losing games, then all right, you've got to try and juggle but, things but, around and so, change it. Sorry, let me let me just say because of course we're, we're facing West Ham on Wednesday. Yes, um, we have got games coming thick and fast, and of course uh, during the show later on we will talk about the Champions League draw as well. Uh, of yeah. course, we will be playing Champions League football. Um, you know, games will be coming every three to four days up until yeah. the World Cup now. It's going to be a very, very busy period. That's why I asked the question about uh, Conte possibly changing it. Um, do you, 
I know we're going to come on to talk about the West Ham game as well later um, about yeah. possible changes. But were you surprised? Because uh, I expected one or two today. I thought possibly it could be one or two. But when I saw the team lineup that came out, I wasn't that surprised to be honest with you. And I think what you've got to bear in mind now is the level of fitness of these players in comparison to where they were before under Nuno and even Mourinho to where they are now. Their fitness levels are a lot better so I think, you know what, there's going to be some changes for West Ham. Yes, and then when we start going to the Champions League. But that's why we've got a bigger squad. And, and what I love is like today, look, you know, Son isn't firing all cylinders. We all know that, OK? Um, but when you've got someone like Richarlison to bring him on, and listen, you know, I'm sure we'll mention it, but he's a bit like, you know, um, a Bruno, Bruno Fernandes, a Diego Costa. You know, you hate him when he ain't in your club, but when he's in your club, you love him. And when he was doing that little kick-ups and just winding them up and showboating, <laughs> I love it. I want that. That's what I want, you know. And let's not forget, you know, we didn't have Romero today. Do you see what I mean? He's a massive, yeah. massive miss for us. So don't let that go unnoticed because I think it would have been a much totally different game and probably a lot easier if we had Romero because, you know, he bosses he bosses it on the pitch, mate. And so you've got to bear in mind, there's been a few little hiccups and we changed players around. We're still winning games and we've got a bigger squad. And when you can bring on Richarlison for Son, who's not performing, and he comes on the place. Listen, how good was that crossover to Harry Kane with the outside of his boot? I mean, that was absolutely ridiculous. I was jumping up and down, going mental. I love stuff like that. And showboating over in the corner. Yes, he's got that thing on him where he, he went over and was rolling over, thinking, I'm thinking, nothing's touched you, mate. But I'd rather even be on my team than on the other. Yeah. So for me... It's, it's all just a positive and a win-win situation. But the rotation thing, listen, the, the, the more successful we are, the more games we're going to win, it's almost difficult to, to really call what team he's going to play. Because if we're winning with a team, Chris, what do you do? You don't necessarily want to change it. But then we have made changes already because Romero's injured. So we are still getting over the line and we are still winning games. And, and I put Stanford Bridge down as a win. I don't even say it's a draw. I think that's a win. 96-minute yeah. bang. It's a win, you know, with our record. What is it? Twice in 34 years. So, yeah. for me, I just think it's it's really positive, mate. And I can only see us getting stronger and stronger. There's going to be plenty of games in the future where they're like that. But like we've all discussed and like we all said off air, those were the games that we would have lost last season. So, if we can win yeah. them sort of games, you know, I mean, apart from Arsenal, it pains me to say, Arsenal are playing pretty well. But if you look at City... And Liverpool and all the other teams, they're not really doing it. I know Liverpool had an amazing win, but before that, they got turned over by Man U. So if you look at it, putting Woolwich aside, because they will start losing and making mistakes at the back because that's what they're good at. And they'll get players sent off because it's Woolwich. So we know that's going to happen with them anyway. So they're irrelevant. But if you look at all the teams down from there, none of them, their form is really as good as what ours is, really. If you think yeah. about it, you know, we're probably the second, I don't know what the stats are, but we've got to be, Pretty up as, as apart from Woolwich, we're right up there for form. So mm. I'm happy. I'm really, really happy, mate. You know, yes, my nails are bitten down, and I was effing and blinding when came Mr. Penalty, probably like we all were. But you mentioned it as well. Normally, when a penalty miss like that happens, and you said the fans were saying it, that's when we kind of lose a bit of confidence and maybe let them equalise. But that wasn't having today. Would it have been a different game if they had a Harry Kane or Haaland? Possibly, but they didn't. So, so what? Mm. You can, and at the end of the day, you can only beat what's in front of you. you yes, know. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Rich, let's come to you. Um, let's uh, still talk about the starting eleven: Hugo Lloris in goal, back three of Sanchez, Dyer, uh, and Davis. Wing backs: Emerson, Royale, and Perisic. In the middle: Hoybier and Benton Kerr. 
forward three of uh, Kuliszewski, Kane and Son. And then on the sub-bench today, Doherty, Richarlison, Sessegnon, Forster, Spence, Tanganga, Saar, Lengley and Basuma. Um, any surprises there for you? No, I, I um, knowing what um, Conte's like with setting up his team, he's, he's looking for a team that he can trust in the scenarios that happen today. Um, whether whether the fans liked the, how the team played or not, that's that's Conte's philosophy. It's about getting those wins, winning it ugly, um, and and that's what obviously they did today. Um, a yeah. Very, I think. Against West Ham, we might see a couple of those um, uh, players that came off the bench actually starting. <laughs> but, but I think um, I think generally, I'll him. <laughs> Conte's going to stick to the the, the, the uh, players that he, he can trust until the, the the new players are integrated into into what he wants and what he, the, the style of play that uh, he expects. Um, as, as you saw today as well, uh, players that came off. Um, were um, were the ones that were maybe a bit fatigued from the yeah. game before. Um, obviously, Sonny has um, not hit, hit the heights. Had a couple of couple of guilt edge chances. It's just, I think, it's what it is. It's just that strikers um, issue around confidence. As soon as he gets yeah. one, same with Richarlison. I just want Richarlison and Sonny to to bag one in the next couple of weeks, and I'm sure they'll be. Yeah. Here Darren, do you want to say any more on the starting eleven? No, I think it's been said. Like, if it's not, you know, we've played four games, we've won three and drawn one. Why? Why would he? Why would he? There's no logic. Exactly. Exactly, Darren. Exactly. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, you know, if we if we get battered and a few of our players have absolute shockers, then then you could say, okay, well, maybe they're 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 due to be swapped out and let someone else. We got strength yeah. in depth. We've we've never had a squad like we have now in, in, in years. We are extremely lucky. And when people like players like um, uh, Richarlison can come on, who was it? Let me just read a comment. Um, it was Blue Strat. Someone said that uh, if, if there we go, Blue Strat Gamer said, if De Bruyne crossed that ball, Sky would have been all over it. But Richarlison hardly got a mention. I think they're right. You know, we've yeah. got players like Richarlison who can come on. And uh, I'm going to use my fav- favourite word here, Chris. Can we will be talking about Richarlison shortly. Yeah, can 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 do his shithousery and and all of that yeah. and play with Brilliant. the swagger. Uh, bring it all on, you know. Yeah. And you know, we hate we we uh, we we as Tottenham fans hate Suarez. We used to hate all the yeah. uh, you know all, all all the other players. You know, oh, he's Costa right. Suarez, oh, Costas, thank you, Bruno. I hate all them all. All hate them, but I tell you what, <laughs> put them on our team. I love them. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's not on. It's not on, though. You're absolutely right. That's it. You're absolutely right, Darren. Hundred percent. So, um, I, I I love it, and I just I'm I'm excited about Richard. What I saw him, it was the first look at of, of uh, Richarlison, a decent look. I think he came on in the 71st minute. Um, yeah, something like that. And so we we mm. had a good 20 minutes to see him today, and I really like what I saw. I thought yeah. he was great. Not only yeah. that wonderful cross with the outside of his boot, but the way yeah. um after Cess. Um, uh, uh, crossed it to Kane and it got booted out. It was Richarlison, don't forget, that absolutely yeah. ran to the wing and got it back. And, uh, you know, he, yeah, yeah. I just love that. It's brilliant. It's great. Yeah. It really goes well. And, and probably turned to Sessignon and said, that's how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Great. Yeah. yeah. 
Gary, let's come to you. Um, let's talk about the key incidents from the game. Um, of course, after five minutes, Tottenham Hotspur scored their first goal through Harry Kane. Uh, a wonderful ball from DJ Kuliszewski. Um, what is more, you know, what every time we do these, week in, week out, I, I just don't yeah. know what more we can say about Harry Kane and, you know, he's finishing. That was a, another fantastic finish from him. Yeah, amazing. And 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 give it up for Kuliszewski as well, because he's probably one yeah. of my favourite players at the moment. I absolutely love him. He's got a real weird swagger way about it and the way he walks and runs and turns and stuff and just different directions. But his his eye for a pass is absolutely amazing. I mean, Kane was the first to say he didn't really connect with it properly. But, you know, I can't remember what game it was, but I remember he scored, I think it was, I don't know it was last season four. Was it against Man United? And he actually scored while he was falling over. And that's the thing with Harry Kane. Like, even when he don't hit these properly, he can still score a goal. And that's why I'm not bothered in the slightest about the penalty. People were moaning all over social media. I'm thinking, he scored 21 in a row. He's got two in this game. He could have got a hat-trick. Why on earth are you moaning him about a penalty? I don't think... He is probably the best penalty taker in the world, okay? But at some point, even being the best penalty taker in the world, you are going to miss a penalty. And that is just fact. The fact that the thing about Kane, which I love, is the majority of the time he puts it away. Difficult chances, easy chances, no matter what it is. Very, very rarely he misses a chance. And you know what? And when he does miss it, it it does stand out in your head like that penalty miss will do for a lot of people. But what he gives to the game and for us, I, I know we've said it a million times, but we're so lucky we've got Harry Kane, mate. Because in games like that, where you really need to dig out results and stuff, He's the player you need. You know what I mean? You know, and Chelsea, like Darren mentioned it, you know, the 96 minute, he didn't have a great game against Chelsea either, but he popped up right at the end, you know? And I think he's, he, not just him, but he's one of the differences between um, Nottingham Forest today. They don't quite have that Harry Kane. and They didn't quite have that Kudazeski or, or, or Perisic. I don't know if it's experience. I don't know if it's just world-class players, but that's the difference. And I think, that's when it tells when you don't perform well, when you don't have a great game and you're at home or away from home, but you've got them big players, you know, they will always get your goal. And, you know, if you just stop and think for a minute in that game, how he must have felt when that penalty was saved psychologically, it's not going to be nice for him. You know, he's gone so many uh, penalties scoring and you're in the midst of a game and you miss a penalty to then, still carry on and, and have the eye for to, for the run and to get another opportunity to score. He just doesn't give up, mate. And it don't matter what game it is, who he's playing for, if it's Tottenham, England, his head never drops. And that's the sort of player you need when you've got one or two minutes of injury time against Chelsea and you nick a draw. That's what you want. And I love him. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Can, can, I just, I, can I just say, sorry, I, 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 come to, I, love, I love the movement of that first goal because yeah. if you notice... Yeah. Um, Kuliszewski came right inside, swapped over with Kane and came yeah. onto the left-hand side, which he never normally does. And they completely no. swapped sides. And, and yeah. I just thought it was, it was a really nice movement to see him come right in. That, like, He's brilliant though, um, Kuliszewski, lads, isn't he? Don't, yeah. don't you find him amazing yeah. in midfield? A very, a very hard-working player. Very hard-working yeah. player. Really, really um, good. So We're so lucky to have him. Brilliant. Now, in the 13th minute, Harry Kane had another chance, but he was tackled in the Forest box. And then after 16 minutes, Win Min Son, with a great effort that went just over the bar. A couple oh, yeah, of minutes later, Win Min Son, uh, with a run past the Harry Kane uh, just wide. 
Um, now, I mentioned Hunmin Son a couple of times there. Rich, let's come to you. Antonio Conte, before this game in his pre-match press conference, he was asked by the media, are you worried about Hunmin Son's uh, form? He said, no, I'm not worried. Um, are you worried? Um, no, I think, obviously, Son has set their bar really high last year, didn't he? Yeah. With um, yeah. his finishing, um, the ratio of goals. And I think what's happened, I think I've alluded to this before, um, Harry's had a great pre-season. You look at all the um, goals that he scored pre-season, and he's kind of really took that momentum into this into the into the season. And I think yeah. suddenly, with the tour uh, to South Korea, I think it, 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 he suffered from fatigue of that. That's what that's what I personally feel that uh, mentally as well as physically, the kind of having all that spotlight on him, and then coming back into the Premier League. It's it's been there to kind of revisit the heights of it that he did last season. He's struggling with, and I think it's all about confidence. I think he'll have a chance where he scuffs one in, he gets that goal that would just reignite that that scoring touch that he will will get back. The yeah. problem he's got now, obviously, Richarlison's biting at his biting his heels to actually get more game time, and um, that's what's good about the team when you've got those weapons mm-hmm. on the bench that now hold everybody to account. Um, yeah. Look on the bench, there's people that can come on to yeah. change the game. Last it's exciting season, though, isn't it? It's yeah, exciting. Last season, we didn't have those options. We had players that should have come on to change the game, which were just passengers. So this year, I think Sonny's, Sonny's roles also maybe changed slightly. Um, mm. And I think with Harry dropping in, you saw that today, he dropped in, and Sonny mm. taking that central role, um, his uh, the chances that he get, he might get more or he might get uh, less chances. But it's really key that for confidence wise that he takes one of those in the next couple of weeks, especially having the Champions League obviously games come up. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed uh, singing the um, "We play on a Wednesday night and you play on a Thursday night." It was it, <laughs> it was good in your way in today. That was um, yeah, Darren, nice. you, in, in the twenty first minute. Um, Nottingham Forest had a shot. Uh, good but comfortable save from Hugo Lloris to his left-hand side. Ten minutes later, um, another cross come over um, from the Forest wing. Um, Gibbs White, uh, Hugo Lloris had to come out and get a hand to that. Is there any part of you that is concerned of how many chances we actually uh, conceded today? Um, because bearing in mind last week, Wolves had a number of opportunities, but this, they could not find the back of the net. Very similar to today, a number of op- opportunities for the opponent, um, either just headed wide or just shot over the bar. But are you concerned of how many chances that we are giving the opposition? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a really good point, actually, because on another day, you know, if if one, two or three of them go in, you, you know, you're thinking, shit, uh, it is worrying. But I've got to say, um, you know, the stats, you know, stats don't lie. And... and uh, Hugo, I think, is is coming into a really good period at the moment. Yeah. I, th- I think he's really solid. We, um, he, he had a mistake in him, as we all know, um, yeah. and I don't know who's coaching him now, what he's doing differently, but he's just making good decisions. Like a couple of times today, he chose to punch the ball instead of catch it, and they were great punches. Like get out of it, you know, really good, solid punches. He would come um, out of his box and collect. He's just. He's a, he's looking really confident now, and I think he's he, he's um like I say he's coming into his pomp. I, re- I really do think that, and hopefully, touch wood, you know. Uh, in answer to your question, yes, it's worrying. Of course, it's worrying. But I mean, 
you know, I mean, we got a clean sheet. You know, we got a yeah. clean sheet. There's, I don't know what else we can do. It's it's like all the play, like all the people on Twitter that moan before a ball's been kicked. I, I had to laugh when I was scrolling through. Someone was saying, "Oh, why doesn't he substitute Hoiberg for for Basuma? You know, if he d- doesn't ch- change his selection, Conte can mm. off." And I love. Come on, like it's insane. You know, yeah. you moan when it's hot. You moan when it's cold. You know, it's too hot. You know. Well, can, can I can I ask that question to all three of you? What What do you say to the Spurs fans that are moaning about the performances right now? What do I you say to it? We haven't lost. We've won three and drawn one. And you're all, you're always going to get a, a certain um, proportion of fans that are going to moan. Like Chris, we, I've been in the stand with you, and we've won three or four nil, and people will moan. They'll moan that we didn't get six. They're, they're always going to moan about something or, oh, well, none of the goals were really taken that well and it was a bit of fortune on, on that goal and this. And I mean, there's like what Darren said, there's going to be people moaning that, that, that we gave them too many opportunities. But if memory serves me right, Man City went 2-0 down at home. I mean, there, there you know, go, Gary. come on. But Bert writes on the screen there, we can't keep riding our luck. Yeah, but listen, Man City went two down at home and they came back and they won. We've just gone away from home and kept the clean sheet and one. Yeah. So who was the better team? Think about it. Yeah. You know, they're going 2-0 two nil, two nil down at home to Crystal Palace, for God's sake. So we've gone away from home. We've scored two goals. Harry Kane's missed the penalty. Still got another goal afterwards. I mean, listen, it's a game of football, right? That Every team is going to make opportunities. How many of them opportunities for us have were really clear cut and we was like really, really, you know, hearts in hand worrying? Not many. I mean, yeah. you know, they're going to have a lot of possession. They're going to play from the back. They're going to try and get crosses in everybody else. But ultimately, like what Darren and Richard mentioned, even Eric Dyer. I mean, listen, the biggest thing for me is, right, every time the opposing team would get a free kick or a corner, I'd be thinking, here we go again. It's going to concede. If Eric Dyer is going to let it go over, Larissa is going to drop it. He's going to yeah. come for it. It's going to go over him. That's not happening now. They're going to be making opportunities because they're the home team anyway. We're winning games, man. It's good. I I um I just remind Spurs fans how crap it was when we had Nuno as manager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't not the on goal. And we, we, were... we don't mention him on this channel anymore. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, by the way, did you did you see the very surreptitious use of the T word after forty? Chris flashed it up and then flashed it uh, after forty five minutes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, no. But you flashed it up, Chris. You flashed forty-five minutes. It was, it was, like, it was like subliminal, subliminal. Oh, but I also think, Darren. obviously, because we because we're, we're playing this low block at the moment in in, in regard to some of the teams that they're going to have chances, and and like some of the yeah, obviously, listeners and viewers are, are mentioning that we've only only conceded one shot on target. So yeah. teams are going to if they're not able to break us down then they're going to have some of those opportunities that do go wide. Um, yeah. So I think it's 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 some of those stats are a little bit false in regarding, we've given them obvious chances, but that's because they're having to take these kind of, these these chances that are, are not really a chance, really. And Yeah, that's it. That's it, Richard. They're, yes. they're like half chances. They're half chances, yeah. aren't they? And, and that's what we seem to be doing as a team and defending. We're giving the, the team, the opposing team, a lot of half chances, which yeah. for me... I think is is definitely progression. That's a, that's a million times better than where we were. I think the back three played well today as a unit. Yeah, um, I do. I, I I think when you look at the chances that that Forrest had, there were there were kind there were like you said, Gary half, half chances. chances. Yeah, um, yeah. Right in your look is is 
I think it's also when we play different against the opponent. The opponent that's in front of us, if they're playing a different strategy, then Conte's yeah. putting a different philosophy on that game, a strategy to to win that game. So it's going to be different yeah. week for week. And I think that's and where just, at the moment the players are getting used to that. I, I think. And I think Chris, just just yeah. very quickly on that as well. Like the reason why we don't need to worry as much is is if we only had those two chances and scored those two goals, then okay, there would be a little bit more to the argument. But we had loads of chances and we created a lot of chances. So yeah. on another day, as we all know, we could have comfortably won that five or six nil. So that's yeah. another reason why we don't need to worry too much. Look. We're never going to be happy, a lot of the fans. There's going to be mixed views and stuff on, you know, a lot of people say we should go to the city ground and turn them over, Forrest. But at the end of the day, look, they've come up, they're at home, they're going to do everything they can to beat us. I think I think it was a good game. It wasn't the best spectacle of the game. But I think if you look at the chances that they had and the chances that we had, we deserved to win that game and we were the better team. It, d- it doesn't help as well when pundits like Chris Sutton ah. say that we should win 5-0. I'm like, that's yeah. not going to happen. And I don't know about yeah. you guys, but Jamie Carragher, he just really annoys me. So anti-Tottenham. He really got on my nerves today. It's just, it's non, like, honestly, as soon as Kane missed that penalty, it's like he was loving it. He was you know, wishing you, for, for Nottingham Forest to equalise. You know, at the end of the game, you know what Kane should have done? He should have, like, gone past him and not acknowledged him like Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, like what Ronaldo done. <laughs> if he done that, that would have been hilarious. But they were they well, were all doing it. Martin Tyler, all praying for a Nottingham Forest win, weren't they? Come on, because we're Tottenham. We know what it's like, yeah. you know, but bring and, it on. And- as I said at the start, we are now unbeaten in 10 Premier League games um, and keeping keeping yeah. six clean sheets as well. Um, Darren, let's come back to you. Um, in the 32nd minute, Hunmin Son was played through, saved by the goalkeeper. Um, he then later found out that it was offside. Um, but Henderson um, for Forest today had a good game, didn't he? Uh, the keeper? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Played well, solid. I liked his celebrations after the penalty. I'm all, I'm all I'm all up for that. That was that was great. Yeah, it's yeah. It's good. Like you know, like it's been said. You know, Forest Forest aren't crap. They didn't play crap today. Um yes. they've just come up. You know, they they did yeah. well. They tried to they tried to catch us on the break, but you know, unfortunately for them, fortunately for us, they just didn't have anything up front. Um, I've just got a tab yeah. open. Uh, Lingard was good. Uh, that young Brennan Johnson was good. You know they got some good players. They're you know they, yeah. they tried to. They're going to turn teams over, aren't they? At the city ground, you can tell they're going to. Yeah. Turn oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. They played. There were there were periods of that game where you know where they were playing some really nice football, passing it through us. But you know they're yeah. they're like a, a a couple of players short of being a decent team. Yeah, Darren, are you concerned about Hunmin Son's form? Because I'm, no, I must say um, I'm well, not. I, I'm not. I know. I know that Hunmin Son. Uh, has great talent. We saw what he did last year. Seven yeah. years um, today, actually. We signed him seven years ago today. It yeah, has I been a fantastic that. seven years of Hunmin Son, hasn't it? Um, well, exactly. And as Rich said earlier, you know, when you set the bar so high, like golden boot winner, 23 goals last season, you know, it's like you can't expect him to necessarily hit the ground running and bag it, banging in goals left, right and centre. Once he scores, you know, he's such a, an amazing player and, and, and a world-class talent that yeah. y- you don't suddenly turn shit overnight. All right, no. we've played four games this season and he hasn't scored, but that doesn't make him crap. You know, that's not an excuse for everyone to go, right, sub him! 
because you know yeah. who's to say he won't get one, two, three, you know, in the next few games. He's too much yeah. of a talent. And 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 if he does want to sub him and bring Richarlison on, fine. I'm not worried yeah. about Son. He's an amazing player, absolute amazing talent, incredible. That that documentary on him, you know, you see yeah, how hard good. he works. And, yeah. and both feet, you know, as, as good as he is with his right, he's as good as with his left. He's an unbelievable player. No, yeah. no worries whatsoever with that 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 guy. Incredible talent. Gary, I'm now going to give you the permission to moan, but it's not about Spurs. It is about the referee, Craig Paulson. Talk me through that decision, given a yellow yes. card oh, for the I, handball on the line. I, I just don't understand it, mate. But do you know what? I just don't understand how City, it, it, just quickly, not just that, but how they ended that game with 11 players. I just, It's just absolutely bizarre. I mean, I'm all for like uh, the referee letting things go and everything else, but not just... I mean, that handball was ridiculous, right? If he don't put his arm up, it's like basketball. That's yeah. coming over, Kane scoring <laughs> it. So it's stopped a can, goal, can, right? Can, can I just ask, because everybody was really confused and baffled, and we all expected the red card to be shown. Yeah, On the I TV, um, when, when you watched it... Um, was the uh, commentator, the co-commentator, were they expecting a red card the, as well? No, yeah, well, yeah. Carragher, Carragher yeah. then in the end said, oh, well, I think a yellow was the right decision, but that's because Carragher's anti-Tottenham. I mean, at first they didn't know why it was taking so long. Was the penalty going to be given or not? But I could clearly see, obviously it's a penalty, and obviously he stopped a goal-scoring opportunity. Yeah. Harry Kane is going to yeah. score that goal. So, listen, look, we can look at it another way. If it was accidental, you give the penalty and he gets a yellow card. Okay, that's fair enough. It's he's put his arm up in the air like basketball. He's deliberately done it. He stopped the goal from Harry Kane. How is he not sent off? I don't understand it. I don't. I just they, don't. They that the argument, Gary. I think in commentary was that it was too high and and Kane wouldn't have met it, but which was no, nonsense. Because on the nonsense. replay, it was dropping nicely. Yeah, it's God. Even I'd have got that, and I'm five foot nothing. That's absolute <laughs> rubbish. Listen, it's just Sky TV and biasism. They're just anti-Tottenham, I'm telling you. So this is this is the reason. They're always going to try and twist this up. Like that. that was a sending off. But at the end of the day, do you know what? In a way, I'm glad he stayed on. We beat them with 11 men. They've got nothing to, to make excuses about. But I just find it unbelievable. And there was a couple of naughty tackles in there. I think they got very lucky not having a sending off, Chris. They, they, I think there should have been a sending off in that. There was a few... Uh, how many times... Was Harry Kane in that pulled back by his shirt? It's winding yeah. me up. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, it was getting a bit too much, isn't it? You know, and I, I, I don't know. Look, listen, look, in some ways, I don't kind of want to send him off. I want us to beat the 11 players on the pitch, but it gets frustrating. And when you're seeing decisions like that, great, look, we've got the penalty. Harry Kane missed it. He's going to miss at some point. You know, it is what it is. But how is he not being sent off for that? But then there was one the weekend, wasn't there? What was the one where. He's handballed about two or three times. I don't, it's well, just I, absolutely... I, I, I get the fact that a referee on the pitch can make a mistake, but when the round saw that it went to VAR and then nothing else happened, no. we were but, absolutely astounded. But by Chris, it. this this is what's happening, mate. Honestly, you can't really call a handball now. We've we've had this discussion so many times, right? And you'll see a handball and you look and you think that's deliberate. He's getting sent off, and then all of a sudden they don't even give a penalty for it, and you're like. What's going on? Yeah. I, do, I, yeah. I really don't know over in Stockley Park from one decision to another what they're going to do. I, it's the one thing I don't really know is the handball um, situation because when it goes from the ref over to VAR, you you just can't call it, mate. It's absolutely bizarre. Look, at the end of the day, it didn't matter. 
Um, if they had gone down to 10 men and he misses that penalty, do we maybe get an extra goal or two? We probably would have. We maybe would have got three or four, yeah, maybe because they're a bit light. But ultimately, it doesn't matter. My main objective with that game was to win. And second after that was to keep a clean sheet. Because I don't want us conceding in the last minute or two. It winds me up. You know what I mean? Especially when you should have scored four or five. So it was good enough. But Chris, I I don't know. I don't know because I was screaming in the caravan going mental. Like, you know, I'm surprised they're not throwing me off this pitch. Because it's just... Honestly, well, it, it does my it does my head in. It's it's, it's as red a red card as you will ever see. It. I mean, some people do that, and the ball yeah. hits them on the arm, and they go yeah. red card. He was like this, and he was like it was, it was unbelievable. Exactly. Look, look, here we are. Look. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It was higher than that. Listening on audio, Gary's actually got a football out and uh, demonstrating. Yeah. <laughs> got right. Fantastic. It's mental. Uh, it's absolutely well, it's mental. It's like so, so calm down a little bit. Rick, 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 let's come to you on the same point. Were, were you surprised? Yeah, I'm surprised. Like um, like Darren said, um, commentary making, um, I think I think the commentary from the VR um, cabin or wherever it is, we're talking... That yeah, Stockley Park. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't directly going in and it was too high. That's the reason why it wasn't a call, but it's clearly... Red card. Yeah. Kane was, if you look, look back at the replay, he was also being held as he was falling as well. So he's held down yeah. to get the, the, the ball as well as obviously the defender handballing the, the ball mm. over the bar. It was it was a yeah, it was a hundred percent penalty, hundred percent red card. I think obviously we score that, the game's over. We didn't but again resilience wise that what happened this year is Antonio Conte has installed this kind of philosophy where what, are you still are you still playing with yourself down there? What's going on? No, he just put up, he just put a message up from my wife who's down at the bar. So I was just like, oh my god, she's at the bar, is she? That's yeah, it. yeah, she's down at the bar. Yeah, <laughs> Gary's wife wants to talk to him, so she's finding it easier to message on on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she can't get hold of me. She just, she just rings Chris, and normally he knows where I am. So, yeah. I tell you oh, what, she likes to ring me as well, but that's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> she loves your impressions; it gets her going. So, yeah. yeah. Vicky, oh, Vicky. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it! Oh, I do love this show. It's brilliant. But, but you know, you know, crowd-wise as well. Were you, were you guys like astonished that you were still on the pitch? Then is that what you, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Got Yeah, mm. it's as red. I mean, and I, I, he probably at home now thinking, "How the bloody hell did I get away with that one?" My yeah. God, yeah. yeah, it's incredible. Well, and Darren, the- let's, go on. Sorry, go on, go on. Darren, let's come to you. Let's talk about Tottenham's second goal. Um, because, of course, Richarlison was on the pitch uh, then. Ryan Sessegnon had the ball um, on the left wing. Um, he yeah. didn't seem to look up um, and see Harry Kane in there completely alone. Um, Harry mm. Kane looked absolutely furious that he didn't get that <laughs> ball because it was yeah. eventually blocked uh, from Sessegnon. Um, and then it was like Richarlison said, this is how it's done. And, uh, you know, just explain to us what Richarlison done there because it was... Oh, it's unbelievable, wasn't it? It's it was exactly what. Yeah. So Cessna has the ball on the left. He he doesn't see Kane. He doesn't. He, he he gets the ball blocked, 
and Harry Kane literally stops, puts his head in his hands and goes, oh, like that. You, you see his whole body tense Yeah, up. it was, it was then, raging. As the, ball, as the ball's going out on the left, Richarlison just says, fuck this, runs to the man, takes it off him, Pushes turns, him over. It's great. Pushes it? him over and then bang <laughs> with the outside of his foot. I mean, it was Oh, it was brilliant. beautiful. Brilliant. Beautiful and like then, that. It was it was absolute brilliant, and as as um, your man on the chat said earlier, if that had been De Bruyne, you oh, know, yeah. Sky would have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, fairly, fairly. Sorry, that Explain was. Explain what that is, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are listening to the audio scream, Darren has just simulated onanism. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's a good voice, that one. Um, for those listening in black and white, Darren is the one in the green shirt. That's a brilliant voice. That one's brilliant, Darren. I do like that one. That's good. That's my, that's my Pathé News voice. It's it's Greenwich Mean Time. You're listening to the Chris Cowlin Show with guests Richard Whitehead and Gerald Pickenmix. Um, <laughs> um, How good brilliant. is that voice, man? That is unreal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of August and Tottenham, Tottingham Hotspurs have beaten the not far. Uh, sorry, so um, yeah, brilliant, really. That's what it's good. like tenacious. It's like watching when we last won the league with the commentary. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's like watching 1961 all over again with a commentator, Darren. <laughs> Come Darren, on, you I'm, Tottenham I'm, Hotspurs. I'm not joking. Since, since you said that, we have lost viewers, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I think that's just the connection, Chris. That's all. Don't worry. It's just the connection. <laughs> really good, really good. Are you watching the numbers just drop with everyone? Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, I am. Yes. Yeah. Oh, um, Gary, Gary, we better come to you now. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't know if that's a good idea, mate. Um, now, Jed Spence, um, what did you make of Jed Spence's um, uh, performance today? I know uh, he didn't have long. Um, but of course, going back to the city ground, it must have been uh, exciting yeah. for him, difficult for him in some ways. Um, but it's he did have a you... actually in the 90th minute. I know, I know. It's a shame he would have he would have loved to have got that, wouldn't he? But I think for him it was probably pressure. But I think he was always going to come on when it? it had to happen, didn't it? Um, but I, I like him. You know, he, he just needs a bit more time. I think we talk about a few of the players and just going to need a little bit, few more games, and then they'll settle in and they'll find their way. But he, yeah. He's good. He was happy. He's all right. He's back there. If he'd have scored, it would have been like absolutely mental. Um, but I've got no complaints, mate. Do you know what? When I look through those players, I don't want to name names, but I'm pretty much happy with most of the team now. The only one I'm still a little bit sitting on the fence is probably Royale, but a lot of the others, including a lot that's sitting on the bench for us, I'm. I think we probably maybe need to make maybe one or two more signings in an ideal world, but I mean, Chris, just just think about the squad and the team last season to this season. I mean, it's just absolutely unbelievable. But yeah, look, Jed Spence, if he'd have got that winner at the end, he'd have probably pulled his top off. He'd have got booked and, you know, it would have been an even better day. But listen, it's good. It's good. And I think players like him, we just need a few more games. We're, we're yeah. four games in, you know. People just need to just relax a little. And you go, you go onto social media and they're, they're, they're saying, oh, this player shouldn't have started and this one should have come off and he's he's not, he should have come off. Just give the players a bit of time. We've got the Carabao. We've got FA Cup. We've got a lot of games coming up. Mm. These players are going to find their feet. You know, you're away from home. It's the fourth Premier League game of the season. 
it's going to take a bit of time, isn't it? You know what it's like, yeah. Chris. You've seen you've seen Tottenham your whole life, and you've seen the the under 18s the, the under twenty ones, and the main team. It's going to take time. Yeah, it's what it is. You know, it's what it is. Rich, what have you made of um, Ivan Perisic so far in Spurs? Oh, Perisic, Perisic. Yeah, no, <laughs> obviously, he's a bit of a he's a bit of an icon, isn't he, in the team at the moment? I think a lot of Spurs fans like what they see. Um, obviously, delivery um, is world class. Um, and I think that's something that obviously Ryan needs to really work on. Um, and that was highlighted. Um, yeah. With the chance before we scored the second goal. Um, Perisic, I think what he lacked in legs, obviously he's got experience. And yeah. as long as obviously they're working in tandem on the right and left, then obviously um, we'll have that cover for obviously uh, Perisic. Um, I think he's, he's going to. He's going to add assists as well as I think he's going to get maybe a couple of goals for us as well. He's going to get opportunities. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's been a real positive for the team. Um, and to have that experience yeah. added to the resilience that we've got in the team. Obviously, uh, a great international player, a great club player, and obviously puts in the miles on the pitch as well. He was up and down all day for us today. Yeah, brilliant. Do you know what? I'd be so surprised at the end of this season he is not in double figures in terms of goals. And yeah. uh, interestingly, one of the uh, one of the key points in the game that I didn't mention is when he uh, across come over and he actually uh, volleyed it um, and hit it over the top. Um, but before the game, um, all the practice that they did, he scored every single one of them. Um, and it's just a shame that he missed the one in the actual uh, ninety minute game. Um, Darren, let's come to you. Um, let's talk about the next Tottenham Hotspur game. It is West Ham United on Wednesday. Yes. What do you think? Well, it's... Uh, you know? it, uh, always nervous with West Ham. You know, we... You know, they're... Uh, they're we hate them and they hate us. So, absolutely. But... Um, <laughs> uh, are we got... Uh, let me just see. Because I had... Um, how I'm just how are they doing? Uh, I wrote down uh, they won it they, 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 they haven't they had the greatest of starts, but they've won one nil against Aston Villa today. Yeah, they won yeah, one nil. Um, they've. Uh, I just yeah, I think we've got a really really good chance, a really good chance of turning them over. Uh, absolutely, I just think that yeah. we're. He's he's. You got to understand that he's a different manager. We we haven't had a manager like I mean, even Poch, who got us to the Champions League final. I just think that if we stick with Conte and you know renew his contract, and, and we've got him for the long haul, I really think that he could turn the whole ethos of this club around. And yeah. you, you know, with with the backing of Enoch and with that 150 million and, and, and Daniel Levy clearly realizing that, that we're in the last chance saloon now, you know, as a club and, and throwing that money behind him. I really think that, yeah. that he could change the whole ethos of this club around. And I think that beating West Ham and beating Chelsea's and all our bogey teams, I just think that, you know, it's a really, it's a pivotal time for this club. Um, I'm slightly going off 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 track. What you said, but in, in I, there, there's no reason that we can't beat West Ham and beat them properly. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I just think that you know our whole mentality and and all right, you know we haven't let in a, a goal, and 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 if they do score, I I don't think it's a problem. I don't think it's a problem. 
for us now. We've got so much strength and depth, and we've got a manager who will literally rip that team a new arsehole, you know, um, if we concede. I, I just think that we're, we're, we're so lucky to have him, and I think that we can properly we can properly beat West Ham. We can properly beat them. Gary, your thoughts on Wednesday's game? Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I, I don't even think West Ham is anything to even really think about. I'm not. I don't hate them because they're irrelevant to me. It's West Ham, mm. so I'm not worried about them. I think we'll go to West Ham and we'll get a comfortable win, and that's it. But what I will say, because Darren, you said you went a bit off subject, but I want to go off that as well. And I think for the first time in a long time, I feel like we could be. Do you know where Arsenal had their moment? Man United had theirs. Liverpool had theirs. You know, City had theirs. Chelsea had theirs. And for a long time, they weren't very good, and they got good. I think we're at that kind of crossroads now where, you know, we've not been very good for a very long time. Let's be honest about it. You know, Tottenham's always Tottenham, Spursy, blah, blah, blah. Spursy's is dead and buried now. And I think we're at that point with the manager that we've got, with the stadium that we've got, with the money that's been invested, you know, I think we really could start kind of just sort of slowly turning it around. And I'll mention it. We need that first trophy. We do. And it doesn't matter what it is. But we need to win that first trophy. We've always already proved we can get back in the Champions League. Mm. Um, and we're doing everything like a team that are just starting to... I mean, look look how crap Chelsea were for years. Look how crap City were. Look how long Liverpool were amazing and, and you know, and they're not. It, it, it goes in like 10-year cycles. And I think there's an opportunity, although Tottenham's been 30 years, there's an opportunity yeah. for it to start turning now. And I really do genuinely, and I'm not one of these fans or supporters who gets carried away because I've supported Tottenham for 40 odd years. You know, I remember when we beat Forest in 91 and, and it was like a, a, a carbon copy of that. We missed a penalty in that game. And it was very similar. You know, Gary Lineker missed that in the FA Cup final, like came Mr. Day. And you, you remember things and you go back. And I think for the first time, I actually feel we are actually building something and the time is going to change. And I think it's going to be, I'm not going to, I'm not saying we're going to be the invincibles and go all season and be unbeaten, but looking forward now with Tottenham over the next few years, I think we'll look back at these shows, Chris, in a few years time and say, God, do you remember when we were talking about getting our first trophy and, and this and that and, and look at us now. And I genuinely do hand on heart believe that is going to happen for us. I really, really do. Mm. Yeah, I, I do feel that it's going to be different now, though, from Wednesday, because we've been playing one game per week. Um, and then, of course, the games are now coming thick and fast, as I said earlier. Um, good squad. Come to we've you. got a good squad. We've got a good squad and, and, and we now need to use it. Um, are you yeah. expecting lots of rotation on Wednesday, Rich? That, you know, Would you be surprised, for example, of Richarlison coming in for perhaps Min Son or, or DJ Kulachevsky? Oh, and Romero obviously coming back into the team yeah. as well. That, that's going to happen. Yeah, um, Romero, man. I think, I think obviously a London derby is different, right? It's the, the the passion, the kind of the desire from both sets of players, uh, the crowd, the impact of the crowd. Um, I think for me, it's still going to be a tough game. I think we will we'll win, and I think we'll win to to zero, maybe one two nil like today. It's going to be a tough physical game and that's where maybe Richarlison would be needed in, in a time when Sonny mm. is, is lacking confidence and we need somebody um, like Richarlison to actually get at them and kind of really force their, their defenders backwards and create yeah. those opportunities for Harry. And maybe Sonny comes off the bench and scores. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the um, Carabao Cup now. 
Um, the draw uh, the draw was made on Wednesday, and we played Nottingham Forest again. Yeah, uh, but typical. the game um, the game doesn't get played uh, for a couple of months um, in November, uh, just before the Leeds game, uh, where of course that will be the the last game before uh, the break for the World Cup. Um, Darren, were you happy with that draw? Nottingham Forest away in the Carabao Cup third round. Oh well, we beat them once, and we'll beat them again. That's the answer I wanted. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Next, (laughs) I mean, mean, it's it's, it's, you know, I mean, you know, unless they buy a striker, you know, like a really decent striker and give us something to worry about. But yeah, we've 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 beaten them today, and we can beat them again. You know, and um, good that we played them before them because he's got an idea of how they play, and uh, he can look back on this and learn. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine. Gary, are you happy with the draw? Oh, look, I'll change it up just because of what Darren said. I'd have rather a home tie in a smaller club and not a Premier League club. But I'm not yeah. I'm not worried with the tie. I'm not nervous about it. I think we can quite comfortably win. And ultimately, like, you know, it, it doesn't really matter who you draw because if you want to win it, you've got to play whoever, haven't you? Mm. So, but am I happy? Well, I would rather be at home and get, like you know, like a really small team. But ultimately, if you're going to win the Carabao Cup, whoever comes in front of you, um, you have to beat, isn't it? So just bring it on. You know, mm. bring it on. And also, for, really? and also for, and yeah, Italy, Italy, wow. And also for those, um, comp- also for those co- uh, competitions, the rotation system is normally really used, isn't it? So you kind of have a different. Yeah. So we might be looking different. Obviously, first eleven and so might Forest. So it might be a chance to to then get minutes for those players that are needing it. But like you said, if it's the second to last game before the World Cup, I'm sure there'll be as strong a team as it was today. Um, mm. Am I worried? I, I, I don't think so. I, I would be a bit pissed, if, obviously, if we lost. And then I've got to cope with all the Forest fans giving me shit for the next couple yeah, of Yeah, you, you, you don't need that, mate. You don't need that. Yeah, no, well, I, I, will, I will mention the word trophy because if we do get to the final in 2023, um, it will be 15 years um, since our last yeah. trophy, which, of course, was the League Cup back in 2008. Yeah. Um now, Salvador has actually written that um, they're from Italy. Um, if you tell me where you're watching from, I'll put as many on the screen as possible uh, during this uh, stream. Um, tell me where you're watching um, around the world. Um, Darren, let's come to you. Um, the Champions League was made on Thursday. Um, and I'm very happy with the draw. Uh, we play our first game in just 10 days' time, Marseille at home at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. In our group, in Group D, is Marseille, Sporting Lisbon and Frankfurt. You happy with that draw? Surely you are. So um, I did, while, while, while it was going on, I was just doing a little bit of uh, research of the absence of Lee McQueen. Uh, so Marseille are top of the table. Uh, they've won three, like us, and drawn one. They're on 10 points. Mm. Sporting are 13th in the Premier, in the Portuguese League. Uh, one in the Premier League. Um, they're on four points. And Eintracht Frankfurt are 11th in the Bundesliga. They've only won once. So, yeah. Are you happy then? Yeah, of course. Of course. That that's a great that's a great group to be in, great group to be in. Marseille obviously Marseille obviously the ones that that that, that we got to watch out watch for, but the other two hopefully they'll be cannon fodder. What do you expect though, Darren? Are you are you really confident that Spurs can actually win this group against these these three clubs? Oh God, of course we well, have to be. You have to be thirteenth and eleventh. Uh, yeah, fourteen and nine. Of course, of course. Why not? Honestly, why not? He's he. These are you, you've got to be positive. You can't. You can't. 
you know, we're not playing Man City or Real Madrid or, or Barcelona. It's it's a great group to be in, and 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 with 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 Conte, you know, he's a different gear. He's 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 different gravy. You know, yeah, you've got to be you've got to be con. Oh, Bogner, n- never mind. Um, you, you, you've got to be confident. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Gary, you happy with the draw? Yeah, listen, I'm happy. It's a good draw. Let's be honest about it. Um, You know, none of the big teams there. So it's good. Look, I mean, listen, we had the draw of death before and we got to the Champions League final. Uh, Do you know what I mean? And we've got a better Mm. team now and we've got a better manager. So if you look at it like that, you know, no one, and I mean no one, I'm talking Sky, BT Sport, Talk Sport, gave us even a chance getting out of that group, you know, and certainly not getting to the final. So at the end of the world, we go, yeah, yeah. Oh, we know. So listen, it's a great group and I think we'll win it and there'll be no problem with that. You know, I think it starts getting a bit nerve wracking when we start getting into the quarters and stuff like that, you know, and I think we mm. will get into the quarters and into the semis, but that's when it gets nerve wracking. <laughs> like, oh no. There's no way I believe that Keith is in Pacos de Ferreira. You can't be there, Keith, surely not. He's winding surely it up. Not. He's got to be. He's got to be winding it up. Rich, um, Still, still on the subject of Champions League, um, it would be, be it would be great being back in the Champions League. I know it's only been a couple of years, but it feels a long, long time, oh, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, for sure. Those, those Wednesday nights, uh, those special nights, obviously for the players and fans. I think it's important that we're back at, at that stage. I think group-wise, um, we've got we've got not necessarily some banana skins within the within the uh, the group. I've watched a little bit of Marseille recently. Um, Sanchez has just signed for them. Um, so he, he scored, I think, today. Um, Alexis Sanchez. Um, so um, they've actually had a little bit of investment since they qualified for, for the Champions League. Um, home and away, obviously, different kinds of games. I think we're we're turning the teams over um, at home. Uh, and away, it's going to be quite tough going to, going to Marseille and maybe even Frankfurt. But I, I believe we'll, we'll qualify from the group, um, and maybe the group stage where where we'll learn a lot more about the uh, the team that we've got and how we can progress in the in the tournament. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm looking that far ahead. I'm just one game at a time, um, and that's yeah. kind of gain some confidence by by uh, by playing some teams uh, that are different leagues uh, and. Yeah. Maybe experimenting the systems as well, playing that back four maybe for a couple of games, uh, as well as obviously the wing backs that we're playing at the moment in the league. Mm. Rich, talking about um, you know games being thick and fast and in all different competitions now. Um, now there is just over four days left of the transfer window, and of course uh, we will learn uh, you know from the West Ham game on Wednesday onwards where games are coming thick and fast. How good this squad is. Um, are you expecting any more signings in this transfer window in the next four days? Well, the, the kind of information we're getting out of the club is if, if players go out, then obviously uh, there's going to be some replacements coming in. Um, and obviously Brian <laughs> Gill... Because some of the players going out the door, if Sergio Reguilon suddenly went out the door, do you really think he's going to be replaced because he's not part of the squad anyway? Do you believe that? Mm. Yeah, well, whether they whether they replace um, players in different positions and actually just grow the squad, and actually, I know there's been a lot of talk about obviously the home uh, growing quarter players for the Champions League. Yeah. Maybe they'll look to um, um, invest a little bit more uh, time, effort, and money in those areas. Um, but also the kind of 
the kind of information that you get from um, Conte is that the club aren't just going to throw money at players that might make a difference. He's wanting players that are going to be straight into the squad that's going to add uh, competition, if not upskill in those areas. Um, would I like to see two or three more players come in? But I think probably we'll just get one extra. Hopefully he can pull like uh, a good rabbit out of the hat and have some marquee signing come through the door. But whether you can do that in four days now without obviously the press kind of getting wind of it, it's highly unlikely, especially with agents what? these days. What position would you like to see, Chris? Just, uh, so Rich, out of interest, like if, if you if you had to say a, a position, if you, the, the, if, you, if you if you if you literally went um, any position, I'd go that that right wing back. I'd go what's mm. name. I think I, I just I don't see what Emerson Wild gives us offensively, <laughs> um, but um, also that attacking central midfield position that we've never replaced. Obviously, Ericsson, I think um, mm. it's. But but you need to get for a marquee player. You, you can't be just throw fifteen million pound on a player that might be good in three years time. You need to have yeah. somebody that's got Champions League experience that's gonna that's gonna come off the bench and, and make a big impact in the games. Like Richarlison's obviously done. We pay sixty million pounds yeah. for him, and he's making yeah. it a difference. Why can't we spend fifty or sixty million quid on somebody that's gonna come off the bench and have an impact in that 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 attacking central midfield area? Mm. Yeah, Richarlison will definitely want to start. Um, you know, very soon, Rich, won't he? It, it will yeah. be itching to start in the Premier League, I suppose. For sure, yeah. and the Champions League. It, I think Richarlison's going to be a player that one of the reasons why he came to Spurs is because yeah. of the and also the Champions League opportunities. You can tell he's chomping at the bit now, and, and maybe yeah. Sonny's cracking under a little bit of that pressure. Rich, last question for you. Um, if you had to give the transfer window um, a rating out of 10 based on incomings and outgoings, what would you give it? Outgoings, probably. Um, we've, we've shifted most of the players, haven't we, that we wanted to kind of... Uh, they're just milling around the under-23s or whatever that have, have not been anywhere near the squad. So whether that's the Celso, whether that's Nambele, whether that's Reg- Regulons, obviously, on the way out. Um, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, Winks as well that we've been talking about year on year. Um, yeah. and, and for me, it's about expectations and aspirations for the team. If our aspirations are, are just squeezing into that top four and not winning a trophy, then just keep those players around the squad. But if we're talking about going for trophies, challenging for the top two, top three in the league, then we need better quality players that are going to apply themselves. Some of those players that, we've ju- that I've just talked about had not clearly applied themselves last year and they've been found out. And mm-hmm. however much off-season training they did, it wasn't good enough. So Conte just actually doesn't fancy those players. Shift them out, get replacements in that can add value. The, the team that Gary said earlier is a lot better than last year. It's clearly we've got, uh, we've got five substitutes this year and we're able to bring five players on that, that add value. I would say probably yeah. a nine out of ten. Yeah, you had nine. Yeah, I, I was. I was thinking the other day. I was thinking the other day what because it Forest have bought like I don't know how however many players they bought in fifteen. About 16, 16, 16 I think it's crazy. Wow. Craziness. You can. Yeah. You cannot. I think it's seventeen now. Yeah. Over oh, seventeen now. In the last I mean, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Mental. How, how can you have that squad cohesion? How can you have that? Yeah. that how can you have that 
telepathic kind of knowing where each of you are when there's so many kind of new relationships to build. Mm. I think for us, it's strategically Conte wanted the players in early and then, then obviously the, the odd player coming through later on in the window. I still think we'll get somebody. Hopefully it's in one of those positions I said. Um, I think teams are going to be uh, found out if they spend too much too early in the window. And like West Ham have just obviously um, spent, was it 50 million on um, the Brazilian uh, attacking midfielder that we were after? Yeah. Um, is he going to work out? Hopefully not. And hopefully he doesn't play on Wednesday. And I'm looking forward to seeing seeing some of our signings, like you say, start and have more yes. minutes. Yeah. You know, I want to see Basuma. I want to see Jed Spence. He came on in the 90th minute and had eight minutes today. Well, what can you yeah. do in, you know, if it would have been four minutes injury time or three, you'd have played three minutes. So yeah. you know, I know a lot of people thought he was fantastic. I didn't see enough of him to form an opinion, to be honest. But I want to oh, see these players well. get get minutes and, and, and really show us what they can do. I, I want to see what Basuma can do. I want to see what Jed Spence can do. Who was the young kid that we that we signed, and but he's, he's not eligible to play until twenty three. Chris, our last signing, uh, who's gone back to Udinese? Yeah, uh, definitely Udinese. Yeah, so people mm. like him, like scored, I, didn't I say scored did though. All oh, right, yeah. okay. There yeah. you go, Darren. Darren, how would you rate the transfer window? Are you pleased as a Spurs fan? Because. I, you know, when you look at social media, and I know that's not always the best thing to look at, but there's a lot <laughs> of people very vocal on there stating that the, the transfer window started so well for Tottenham, um, but they wanted like a world-class signing. They wanted someone big, a real statement signing for the club uh, before the transfer window ends. Do you feel like that or are you happy with the window? I'm happy with it. I'll tell you why I'm happy because... Um, I remember when you had that, and I have mentioned this before, so apologies for repeating myself, when you had your guests on, um, when we signed Benton Court and Kuliszewski, yeah. and both um, your your guests, I think it was a Spanish guy and an Italian guy, They, I think they phrased it as very average uh, Juventus rejects. Well, he's been proved wrong. And I yeah. think they have fitted in so well. And, you know, no one knew who Benton Court was. No one knew who Kuliszewski was. They're bloody, you know about them now. They're, they're yeah. They've just slotted in so well. Uh, and I, I would give this a, a seven or eight. All right, we haven't had that marquee signing. But in terms of the players we've got and the way they fitted in, um, you know, even Richarlison today when he, when he came on, wow, what a player he's going to mm. be for us. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thrilled. And if we don't sign anyone else, that's, that's fine by me because I think that with, with the magician, with the wizard, with the conductor, uh, <laughs> who knows? Who knows yeah. what we can do? You know, I'm, 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 I'm happy. I'm happy. I just want to see, uh, I want to see them all get minutes and to really become Tottenham players now. Because bringing, bringing people on uh, for five minutes here, ten minutes there, quarter of an hour here or there, it doesn't really give give us as fans and them as players a chance to really go out and show what they can do and express themselves. So I think in answer, hopefully <clears throat> the rotation and the Champions League and all the cups that we're in, hopefully they will all start to bed in as a team. And no matter who he brings on and who he plays, they'll have that understanding with the rest of the team. And I'm sure we'll see that in the next few weeks with these games coming thick and fast, as we keep can, saying. Can, um, I, can I can I ask you a question, guys? Sorry, I don't want to hijack. And and I'm yeah. sorry if this is this has been um uh you've discussed this while I was away. Now that it looks like that Delhi has gone to Besiktas, what are your thoughts on his his 
Daily, have you discussed? Have you have you had a, a word about him? Because we haven't, we haven't. No, no. Um, I just think it's such a shame to, to, yeah. to see a player who was worth a hundred million pounds, who Real Madrid wanted to sign for a hundred million pounds only a couple of years ago. Um, the decline yeah. in, a, in a player like him, I, I've never known it. Um, it's, it's mad. Such a shame. It's, it's, and, it's and crazy. I think that Spurs, you... even though um, if he does well there. Um, I think the maximum Spurs can actually get back in return is about two million pounds, which is absolutely crazy numbers when you when you think and and what we said of, about how much he was worth and what someone was willing to pay. Um, such a shame! Such a shame! Yeah, Gary, what did you want to say? Yeah, it's it's funny. I was I was talking about it the other day with my wife and my boy, and we just you know we were trying to rack our brains with it because for me, all the players um, that have gone out, none of them have really kind of, you know, bothered me that much. But with Delhi Alley, it, it, it did. And I think it did for a lot of fans. I think probably you, Richard, Chris, you know, Darren, a, a lot of the guys, a lot of the other YouTubers, they all have been very vocal about Delhi Alley. And I think the thing with Delhi Alley is he did, like, just blast onto the scene. And he was absolutely unbelievable in his technical ability. I mean, Toad, what was the goal? Southampton, the one where he flicked it up and over and... Crystal Palace, sorry. Goals like that, like what he, yeah. yeah. Goals like that was Deli Alley. You know, the the two he got against Chelsea, the flick flick in the Carabao. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was there was there was moments with uh, Mourinho and and Nuno. I think the overhead kick. He came on once off the pitch and he nutmegged the player, got a penalty. So there was there was little bits, even the silly little things on the sideline when he kept the ball in. You know, and we went on and scored. Yeah. There was there was moments and stuff with with Deli Alley where it looked like he was going to get his form back. But the discussion I had with my wife and with my boy, and, and it's crazy because my wife, as Chris knows, is a Chelsea fan, but even she can't get her head around the Deli Ad situation. And, and this is a, a, a good point as well that you mentioned, because it's not just Tottenham fans, Darren, and it's not just Tottenham fans that are, are trying to get an answer and work out the, the, the rise and fall of Deli Ali. And I don't think anyone will truly know apart from Deli Ali. But what I will say it is really sad. And if ever there was a player that had lost his, I don't know if it's his hunger, because I, I think to myself and I think, how can you be so talented and then just seem to lose it? It's it's just a really sad thing. And I don't know if it's stuff off the pitch. I don't know if there's stuff going yeah, on with his mental health. I, I, you know, I, I don't know what it is. It could be a mental health issue. It could be he's got, he's fallen out of love with football, but, he, well, his ability reminded me of Paul Gascoigne. At least with Paul Gascoigne, yeah. Chris, you can say, okay, it was alcohol, it was drugs, it was this, and and and, and then his injury, you know, in the um, in the final. But with Deli Ali, he's gone from being a world class player, like you said, a hundred million to yeah. just nothing. And it is sad. Yeah. It's it's really really sad, you know. And I don't, I don't, I don't know, Chris. What, guys, what do you think? the reason is for it because I've got my thoughts on it, but what's, what do you think the reason is? Lampard came well, out and, and, and made a comment, didn't he? And, and basically intimated that he's just heads, not more or less said that his head isn't in the game. And yeah, that's so sad. And, but we all remember the chat that Jose sat him down and Delhi's brother and all of that and said, you've yeah, got to, yeah. to be, it's in your hands, Delhi. That, 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 he said, it's, it's in your hands. You decide. You've got, yeah. the, you've got the ability. And and it is, you know, to be shipped off to bloody Besiktas, you know, after yeah. barely yeah. playing can, for Everton. Can you, can you lose that ability? Can you actually lose that or what? 
Well, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe he's a party boy. Maybe he's got the whole thing with Boohoo, his clothing range. And whenever you yeah. saw him on, on, on Instagram, he'd be in the back of a car, like listening to his, listening to his trap music, just staring at the phone. You just think, yeah. what are you doing? Like, if you're going to do a live, engage with fans, take questions. It's like, what are you playing at? Just live streaming, listening to music from a car. It's just yeah. bizarre. Like, I think, I think I it's, also, it's also you. You got to think that the the attention that a young player gets. Yeah, yeah, but there's other like people. Phenomenal. You look at uh, you look at Harry so, Kane. You look at Son. Son, Son's an absolute mega star. Yeah, it's, it's different, mate. It's different. I'm I'm in that world. It's different. If you've not got the right people around you, like shielding right. you from the from from all those yeah. kind of things that that take you away from yeah. sport, like to be. The best and to play in a Premier League starting eleven, you need to be fully committed. If not, yeah. you get found out. Whether it's one season, whether it's forty-five minutes, yeah. with with players like Deli Ali, he clearly has other things going off in his in his life. Social media wise, also has a big part, and it, we yeah. all know about the videos yeah. in the past that he's been obviously that people have sold of him. So I think it's more. His social media has... Yeah. But do you think it's his mental health? Do you think he's not in the right mind space at the moment as well? And that's affecting his ability. People around him, mate. You know, Gary, I I was going to say that if I was a football club or I was the manager or, or someone important at a club... I would say to footballers, stay off social media. I'm never a fan yeah. of footballers it's, it's on social toxic. media. And yeah, I'm surprised that they, you know, some of the footballers are on it so much. Um, but yeah. I don't know if you guys remember, in the January transfer window, we we did the live show on the uh, on the 31st of January. And I kept mucking about to you, Darren, saying any news on Delhi uh, about him going on yeah. loan to, to Everton about being confirmed. Um, and even then, um, if, you know... I think a lot of us can be sentimental about players. I was yeah. sentimental about Deli Ali. I was yes. hoping that it would really, really work out for him. And yeah. personally, in the January transfer window, I was hoping that he would go out on loan and then come back to Tottenham when he'd yeah. sorted himself out. And, and it, it, that's clearly not happened. And no, when not, you see no. Frank Lampard saying, like, and, and as you said, Darren, when you see Frank Lampard say virtually what Joe St. Mourinho said about training, it's not great to see. So no, I just terrible. That it works out for him, and he has a successful career. You know what's left of it. Um, you know, wish him all of the very best, um, yeah. Gary. Um, just to um, close the show, um, I didn't ask you about the transfer window. Are you happy with the window, and what rating would you give it? Yeah, I'm. I'm happy with the window. I think I'm. I'm probably slightly more happy with some of the players we've got out. And I, I would use an example of let's go back to last season and say when it got to the. Um, when did Richarlison come on today? Was the 70th minute? 71st minute, yeah. Right, so 71st minute. Some Tottenham fans are quick to forget that sometimes in that 71st minute, one, we would be losing, and two, he would either bring Dombele off and bring on Winks, or bring Winks off and bring Dombele on. And I yeah. think that's what you have to go back to and remind yourself. So I would give that transfer window an 8 out of 10 because you know why? Neither of those things are happening. In the 71st minute now, we're winning the game and we're bringing on Richarlison, who's a fucking... He's just a... I love him because he's just winding up players and the team and the commentators. You know, Carragher almost saying... His commentary on it was, you know, he could have got injured doing that. So 
it, it was really silly. I remember listening yeah, to it. I was yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I can't quite grab what he said, but basically he wasn't giving any criticism to the foul. He was criticising the fact that he'd showboating some kick-up. So does that make it all right for that player to slide through him? No, it doesn't. No, no. But do you know what? That's what I would say about the, the transfer when you go back to it. Eight out of ten. And let's not forget the days when Winks was on, Don off and vice versa. So I'm all up for the transfer window, mate. Yeah? It's good. Cool. <laughs> Final questions for you. Um, your score prediction for the West Ham game on Wednesday. And from what you've seen so far, where you think Spurs will finish in the Premier League at the end of the oh, season? We're, we're um, starting this Rich, early. No, Rich, let's start with you. No. <laughs> What do you mean, no? <laughs> there you go. What do you mean, no? 2-0. Uh, 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 oh, actually, let, let me throw in, can we win a trophy? Why not? <laughs> you know, go for it. Uh, can we or will we? Yeah. Will we? Will, will we? Will we? Will we? Will we finish in the league and will we win a trophy? Wow. Can no. we win a trophy and where would we finish in the league? Yeah, where will we finish? I, I think um, the West Ham game is going to be a tough game. I think it's um, it's, it's going to be one on really, a really tight margin. It'll be one or two nil. Uh, I don't think they'll score. I think we've got um, obviously multiple opportunities to to win trophies this year. I'm always really optimistic about the opportunities. I think with Conte, he's going yeah. to set his team up maybe slightly different on in different uh, competitions. Uh, the league is really important. Also, like you said, Chris, thousands of times we need to win a trophy. Uh, will yeah. we? Can we? Uh, we? We could win a trophy, Chris, this year. Uh, will we? I don't know. And league-wise, I think you've got to look top three, haven't you? I think you've got to look for progress in the league. I've said yeah. like second a couple of times, um, which I, th- I think... Consistency, we're going to be more consistent than some of the other teams. But Man City are going to win the league again, I think. Mm. So, second. What about you, Gary? Um, I think we'll beat West Ham 3 1. I think we. I think we will concede, but I think we'll beat them three one, and I think we'll we'll look probably a lot better in that game than what we did today against Nottingham Forest. Um, league wise, I think we are definitely capable of finishing third. Um, What's that one? Yeah, I think we're definitely um, capable of finishing third because I don't think Chelsea are having a good season at all. They don't look convincing. I think we look like a better team than Chelsea. So I think it will be City for the league, Liverpool, and then it'll be us in third. And trophy-wise, I think we can 100% win a trophy. The trophy I would like to win, being realistic at where we are at the moment, would be the FA Cup. But I think we're more than likely going to win the Carabao Cup. But I'll take that. So for me, I think we'll beat West Ham 3-1. What about the Audi can... What about the Audi one? Yeah, listen, the Audi Cup I celebrated just like yeah. I would celebrate we're the Europa Cup. Yeah, we're not in it. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, I think 3-1. I think we can finish thirds because Chelsea are not at the races at the moment, and I can't see them getting any better. Um Sterling's always going to miss more chances than he scores because it's Sterling. And I think we can win either the FA Cup or the Carabao. Which one we win, I don't know. But we can definitely win one of those this season. We've yeah. got a squad big enough for it and good enough. Darren is getting something. Oh. Oh. 
<laughs> um, I'm not going to say anything funny. I'm going to I'm going to agree with um, uh, Rich and Gary. I think progress. That was, that was that's a good word to use. I think progress. If we can better ourselves year on year, there's no reason we can't get third behind yeah. the other two. There's no there's no reason. Um, and a trophy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I, I'm with Gary. I'd like to win the FA Cup just because what it means and what it means to Tottenham. Um, yeah. You know, it's a bigger cup. It's got more prestige. And why not? Why not get our hands on it again? You know, remember yeah. when we were kids and we, when I was a little boy and we'd won the FA Cup seven times and it was the most times a team had won the well, FA Cup. Do you remember that? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing. The, the last time we won it was against Forest. That's yeah. how bizarre it is, you know? Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? When you think about it, how long ago that was. I remember being at that game and it's just like a lifetime ago. It literally is a lifetime ago. Do you know what I mean? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. And we missed yeah. the penalty that day as well. Yeah. So it's mental. <laughs> yeah. So, Darren, what's your prediction you're going for for Wednesday? Um, I'd like to think, I'd like to think that we would, we'd keep another clean sheet. I mean, I, mm. I, I, you know, that, that would be, if, if, if we keep a clean sheet and we nick it one nil or two nil, then, um, that'd be great. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just don't want, I don't want teams to score against us. I, th I think that we, we look like such a cohesive unit now. And like I said, everyone knows their role. I, I can't remember the last time I saw a team like this, that, that everyone knew exactly what to do. And all the wingbacks and all the defenders were running back to cover. You know, there are, there, there are very little gaps in our team. We're leaving very little holes now. Uh, and that mm. it, bodes, it bodes so well. It bodes so well if we can get another clean sheet. Yeah, I'd love a clean sheet. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. And teams should bloody fear us now. Why not? Why yeah. not fear Tottenham? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go for a 2-1 win to Tottenham uh, on Wednesday against you West Ham. You think they'll score then, yeah? Yeah, mm. I think it. I think it'd be a fiery game I, as, I, as it normally I, is at yeah. West Ham. I, I only think they will, Darren, because they're at home. So, so for me, I think they'll get their goal. Um, but I think we will play a lot better and we will beat them. But, but that's I'm like you. I want to keep a clean sheet. But I just feel at West Ham's grounds, they'll 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 get a goal. I think. But hopefully, I'm wrong. I really hope Chris, I am. Chris, you'll be going. Yeah, I'll be going. Yeah. yeah. Could you do us a favor and really yeah. start off the chant about Zuma and his cat because that is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Please, please. I want, I want to hear that. Or I want to hear choruses of he kicked his cat. He kicked <laughs> his cat. I want to hear that. Brilliant. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be some sort of inflatable cats flying about. Um, there I'll will film. be. Yeah. yeah. I'll film it just for you. Thank uh, you. Yeah, Thank you. Um, well, thanks so much for joining me, uh, Richard Darren. Hang on, and hang, Gary. On, hang on, hang on, Chris. Just quickly, you haven't answered the where you were finishing the league or the trophy yeah. situation. I thought I got yeah. away with that. No, 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 no. You no. don't get away with nothing <laughs> with me, mate. Remember that thirty-hour drive where we stayed awake. I'm getting you back. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got a. Do you know what? The, the drive up here took me nearly five hours. It's meant to be two and a half Hell. hours drive. Five, it took me five hours. I, I was sat stationary for for a while because there was a bad accident on the A14. Oh, so straight oh, after this, I'll be driving home, and hopefully, it'll only take me two and a half hours. Um, but I oh, think man. that we will finish third in the Premier League. Um, and as I say every year, I'm just hoping and praying that we win a trophy at the end of this season. And as I've said a million times, and yeah. I know all joking aside, uh, Darren, about the conductor and the, uh, you know, the magician. And I absolutely love Antonio Conte. We've got a world-class manager. Um, yeah. I'm just hoping and praying that he can just get us over that line and get a trophy. Yeah. Because 15 years it will be, uh, you know, next year. Um, too long, too long. 
far, far yeah. too long. And when you think of all Way the fantastic players, the, the fantastic managers that we've had at our club, um, yeah. and us fans deserve it. So hopefully, fingers crossed, that we, we can get over the line and do it. Um, anyway, um, Darren, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. And, and feel free to give us an impression uh, you know, at the end of the show uh, now. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm done with impressions. I don't like their... Uh, <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just at Darren Altman on Twitter. Um, uh, you know, it's weird because when, when I post impressions, my numbers stay up. And when I've got no mojo, it just uh, all, all my numbers just go down and down and down and down. People are bored. They don't want to hear about Tottenham. So uh, I would I would just like to, 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 to say it's been an entertaining and an informative uh, show. Hey, young man, you've got two for the price of fucking one. Look at me. <laughs> Get out. Fuck off <laughs> oh dear <laughs> thank you darren it's been a pleasure talking to you again and uh richard thanks so much for coming back and uh what are you up to at the moment Freezing. i'm training for great yeah great north run uh, a couple of weeks oh, wow. and then obviously london marathon training how's your training going chris all right i should be doing a lot more i'll, I'll be honest <laughs> richard i should be doing a lot more I was thinking of you the other day, actually, and wondering how you're training. It's all very well going here, there, and pissing off the soul, you know. You running, I know. running places. Yeah. yeah. People tell people tell me this every time, Darren. They say, uh, "How are you here, here, there, and everywhere? Eating, doing all this, doing all that." Uh, yeah, I should be doing more. It is true. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm doing that kind of thinking, that sending you positive vibes to train more. That's what I'm doing. Thank you. So yeah, just yeah, well, just yes. Do you need to, mate? Because literally, I don't want to be like giving you like resuscitation on the blooming course, mate. Twenty-six miles is a yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <sighs> well, well, thank you, Richard and uh, Gary. Thanks so much for joining us again. No pleasure, Chris. Listen, I haven't been on the show in a while. I mean, you've kept me off this. I don't blame you. But um, <laughs> listen, like, it's, <laughs> it's always good. It's always good to catch up with you guys on um, on YouTube and chat about. Look, I love talking about Tottenham twenty four seven. But um, I'm just thankful the Wi Fi lasted. It was actually quite all right, Dennis. I might do the next few in me little holiday home because um, it was all right. But no, a pleasure as always, Chris. And uh, yeah, oh, cheers. Yeah, it's very retro, this one. But you know what? I always have this conversation about you, Chris. I think everyone always says to me, how does Chris go to all these games? He's juggling a work, his job. He's at this. I said he goes to every single game, home and away, and even games and places you haven't even heard of he goes to. And I can vouch for that because I've been at some of them. So, yeah, but no, always a pleasure, Chris. And um, I'm you. glad. They heard you there, Gary. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad it was, um, it was, I was on after a win. So it's, it's always nice yeah. to come on after a win as well, which is a bonus, isn't it? You know? So yeah. Pleasure. Anyone, well, anyone know where we can get our hands on a, a nude HD adult dating site, by the way, I've always, Oh, there you go. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, that's Chris's other venture. Well, he's he's <laughs> copying and pasting links. He's not stupid. <laughs> that, that, that um, not my venture. And do not spread his, like that, Darren. Has he left his browser open, Darren? Has he or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for watching and thanks for listening, everybody. Um, and thanks to Richard, Darren and Gary. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And hopefully Tottenham can continue this winning run and get a win against West Ham on Wednesday and keep climbing up that Premier League table. If you're watching this on YouTube, please do hit that subscribe button. And also, if you're listening to this on an audio platform, do hit that follow button and I will see you on the next one. Until then, 
Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2022 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com. And get your favorite drinks delivered today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.